Welcome to season three of Girl You Know It. For those of you joining us for the first time, Girl You Know It is an offshoot podcast for Black Women Connect Vancouver. Black Women Connect Vancouver is a collective of women who come together to inspire, empower, leverage our strengths, and embrace our diverse experiences. It's a community where Black women in Vancouver can build meaningful relationships and celebrate the beauty of Black womanhood. Girl You Know It is a space where we want to create connection in a different way to talk about our shared experiences as Black women in a serious and fun way and everything in between. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to another episode of Girl You Know It. We are excited to be greasing your ears on Spotify and Apple and your eyes for those of you who are watching on uh, YouTube, uh, the video recording. Uh, For those of you who are joining us for the first time, Girl You Know It is an offshoot podcast for Black Women Connect Vancouver, where we want to create connection spaces in different ways to talk about our shared experiences as Black women and femmes in serious and silly ways and everything in between. I'm El Viera. I'm the volunteer and community engagement coordinator for Black Women Connect Vancouver and one of your hosts for the podcast. And I will pass it off to our founder and leader yes. and captain. Get it, get it, get it. Wow. I can keep going the accolade. <laughs> keep it coming. <laughs> My name is Ntaizu Mukwabi and I am the founder of Black Women Connect Vancouver. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. <laughs> and hello, everyone. My name is Abigail Kiberita mm-hmm. Martins. Oh, okay. And I am the project <laughs> coordinator of Black Women Connect Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Kenyan sister. Yes. <laughs> sorry, we're going to say that every single time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so here we are, episode three of season three. Um, I'm also big into numbers, and I love the number three. This is Sharon, in fact, about okay. me. Because it's the square root of nine. This is a nerd in me, uh-huh. which is my birthday and my favorite number. But today's episode will not be about numbers. It okay. won't. Uh, <laughs> today's episode will be about us, but not us now. We're going to turn back the clock to yesteryear and let you get to know us as we were kids. Ah. As we were kiddos. I don't even remember. We're gonna like ask you, and you're like, uh. (laughs) Uh, It's always uh, interesting to hear what people were like as kids because it really gives us a great window into origin stories. I'm a big comic fan, uh, and why people are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I'm here with my good Giel friends, wanting to know what makes them tick, uh, and now all of you on the interwebs will know too. So let us dive into the conversation and Let's learn about our mini, our mini me. <laughs> okay, so the biggest question to kick off all the questions: um, What were each of you like as a kid? Like, what was the trait that you were most proud of? And like looking back, what was the trait that you were like cringy about? Okay, that that was a lot of questions. That was like three questions. Okay, in okay, line. okay, 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 so okay. Why don't I start off since you know I'm the youngest oh, here, okay. so, so you have the closest. I have memory. the closest memory to um my childhood years. Okay. But the first question: the What was what, I like as, as a kid? Child? Yeah. I was kind of the same. <laughs> I was uh, I was out there wanting to talk to people, mm-hmm. socialize, and just like make friends everywhere I go. And I guess that was that is also one of like my most I think proudest qualities that mm-hmm. I have continued on into my life today is that I can mesh well wherever I go. 
kind of a chameleon like that. You are. But, yeah. Okay, but what was your cringiest? Okay, so are we talking about, like, child, kid, or, like, teenager? That's really great. Okay, so we're going to define kid mm-hmm. as, like, you know, babe to, like, tween. Okay, Like, perfect. preteen. Like, preteen. Because teenager is a whole other yeah. episode, to be really honest with you. Okay, my most cringiest. <laughs> <laughs> The cackle for me. It's because I'm like cringing inside. <laughs> is me like walking through school with stilettos. And like, oh, wait, age? how old were you? Yes. How I started old? young. How old were you? Preteen. I always like 10? What? Okay. Preteen is 10. Yeah, okay, so, is it? Yeah. Yes. Like what, till 12 maybe. There you go. Yeah. I work in the educational system, clearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but still, back then I was, I was, I liked not stilettos, but I like, like platforms, I always, like platforms, like, 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 like the Spice, Spice Girls, girls type and thing. stuff like that. Okay. I was still like okay, doing so. it up everywhere I went. I don't think much has changed. Yeah, some things have changed. I don't know. Since now. I think it makes what? sense. I mean, today, you are wearing heels. <laughs> How about you, Natasia? I was, as a kid, I was just, I was very active and I was competing with everybody. I just wanted to be outside. I was very outgoing, wanted to make friends with anybody and everybody. Yeah. Super affectionate. Oh, things have changed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess like the cringy moments is like, yeah, just preteen. I was just not cute. Like I was like, had bad teeth before I got braces. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, my braids that. were bad. Like just the regrowth. Like I just was like awkward. Like when I look at the pictures, like I actually do not think I even have photos. Like I'm sure my family does of myself during that stage because I look at it and I cringe because mm-hmm. I'm just like, Ugh, like I was just... <laughs> Not cute. I mean, cute. Uh, yeah. You cute now, though. Okay, 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 but do you think, but your parents thought you were cute, though. I mean, I'm sure they're my parents. They're going to love you regardless <laughs> whether you're cute or not. Yeah, they may not say it, but they're probably just like, oh, yeah, you know, that's our child. Yeah. That's our, that's but I do remember child. when my mom's like, you need braces. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but then, like, I remember, like, a few days, a few years later, I looked at, like, the mold they make for you. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh, I it was so bad. <laughs> Okay. Mine was too. My teeth were mine, so mine, bad. Mine were too. Like, they were going in. Yeah. It was just all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret. I never had braces. Okay. One yeah, of the lucky ones. <laughs> um, me as a kid, I think I was more high strung. Like, I was more tightly wound. Um, I was a person who, like, refused to not take, like, like obey my parents but like if they told me to like to do something mm. i'd be like i want to do whatever i want to do and i didn't need them like i yeah i didn't like my mom would be like why she'd be sad that like i wasn't sad about leaving her you know what i mean so like i was yeah exactly i would just like she dropped me off and they'd be like okay don't know who you are walking in <laughs> and like i feel like that's like a, a proud accomplishment but that set me up for a really not great attachment issues yeah another story yeah. but uh <laughs> that was not great um cringy it was definitely I look like Urkel. I look like Steve Urkel as a oh. child. Yeah, yeah. And so I look back and I'm like, oof, mom, why? Why did you let me do that? And she's like, I was working all the time. You just were dressed and you went you to school. You were dressed like, as long as you were dressed. As long as you are dressed, that's, that's all we needed. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, I'm so proud of her, but she was a nerd. I mean, I'm a nerd. But. The thing is, we all had to go through that. Yeah. yeah. Except so. nowadays, they don't. I know. I'm like... The girls I know, like, 12 years old, going to, like, the nail salon. I'll be, like, there in the nail salon, and their mom's, like, bringing the kids to get, like, yeah. acrylic little. I'm like, does, does 
eleven year old really need acrylic, acrylic nails, nails and no, her no. eyebrows done in in Sephora makeup? I'm, oh. I'm so confused. Like, I'm like, you have to go through it too. If we had to suffer, <laughs> and then it's just gonna get younger and younger. That's the worst part. It's yeah. just gonna get younger yeah. and younger. I couldn't wear makeup till I was sixteen. Yeah, yeah. We know. I was like, I was wearing stilettos at five. I wish I was back then. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, how would your parents describe you as a child? I would say the same. Um, I know that my parents definitely always say like. You were just so affectionate as a child. Like, I, just, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was just, like, always wanted to be around them. And I would always be like, I love you. I love you. Like, I was just like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, yeah. But I don't think I was ever a person they were, like, a kid that they were worried about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would hit my head or, like, like, I was such a tomboy mm-hmm. that I think that they were like, mm, gosh, whatever. Like, just figure it out. <laughs> like, she hit Stop herself on head. Yeah, like, whatever. But, yeah, like, I think that part has changed. So I think they would say, like, oh, like, you were very, like, this. And mm-hmm. then I think I grew out of it, I guess. Were they sad when they said you grew out of it? I think so. I mean, you always want, like, you know, the, your child to be that forever mm-hmm. for you and be mm-hmm. like I love you mama dad <laughs> you know what I mean and like cuddle and like both my sisters are like that I think I just am not I don't know I don't think it's a middle child thing either I don't know maybe just life maybe just life yeah. I think it's just life and you show your Definitely. affection in a different way uh, yeah, yeah that's what I feel so but you know some people don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> just get married and then like, oh. <laughs> I have to show affection <laughs> okay. for me my parents would be like social butterfly Mm. which is the same to this day Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah i don't think anything really different Mm -hmm. that's how they characterize me that's what okay i think my parents i mean i don't this is like a weird question for me because like i feel like i hid myself a lot from them okay like not like my true Mm -hmm. self like i mean i presented a certain way because you're the oldest Mm -hmm. immigrant child so you have to like be Mm -hmm. on it um but i feel like they didn't see how like silly and goofy i was Mm -hmm. so like i i think that they just saw me as like a very serious child yeah who like which I guess, like, when you're, like, an immigrant parent, you're, like, good. Like, yeah. you're not making any noise in the corner. Like, that's good. We don't want... But then, like, looking back and, like, seeing all my friends, I'm like... Too many actually, boundaries. It's yeah. too many boundaries. Like, yeah. there's too many... Like, you're supposed to, like, explore and, like, do all that kind of stuff. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like they would see me as a serious child. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't... I feel sad for serious children. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. I just want you to play and let loose. And be a child. And be a child. Because, yeah. like, you see those things where, like, they're like, oh, the 10-year-old got, like, five scholarships to college and yeah. is ready. And I'm just like, yes, but their social skills. Like, are they uh, having yeah. fun? You know? Like, it's great are that they they're, yeah, they're intelligent, but that's things. the thing that's really going to affect mm-hmm. them. And so I feel like sometimes when I watch those things, yeah, I'm, like, super proud, but at the same time, I'm also like, did you become a kid? Like, yeah. you miss that. Like, that is such an important part of, like, your development. So, mm. Ooh, that, like, touched on something. Because yeah. I felt like I was a serious kid, layered in with, like, a whole bunch of stuff. And, like, I didn't really let loose in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm learning to, like, find joy mm-hmm. and stuff like that now in my 30s. And, right. like, really go crazy. And I'd be like, yo, you're in your rotations period. I'm like, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like it's because, like, the the... the Phases were flipped, you know what yes. I mean? Like I didn't, I wasn't allowing myself to explore that. Yeah, so yeah I think until good, now, until now, where you know yourself a, lo- a lot better mm-hmm. and and 
you're willing to do that. It's for also yourself. a lot better for you now because I you're just, just less <laughs> reckless. Yes, they exactly. <laughs> it's not even that. You're just so much like smarter in your decisions. Like in your twenties, like some of the things I was like, really? Like mm, That's it. Yeah. I should not. Like I was like, mm, I could have died. Or like, mm, that wasn't very smart. Like I could have died. Wait, okay. We need those wait, stories. No, what are you gonna bring out those uh, my stories? Parents listen to the so podcast. We're gonna put a pin in those stories and then you'll hear some near-death experiences from our founder. Um, But yes, it's very true. I feel like now when I'm making decisions, I'm looking back and like, oh, thank God I didn't do that in my 20s. So I guess I I thank the serious child in me, but I mean, I I feel like I'm delayed. So anyways. Girl, you're living your life now. I am living my life. Yes. I am living my life. I'm living my best life. And I feel a lot more settled, actually. Mm. I love it. I think that's also therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Soft Everybody girl, should summer. go to therapy. I think if she's soft girl summer. <laughs> oh, wait, it's November. <laughs> um. Okay. So your parents describe you as one way. Now, would your siblings describe you the same way? Yes. As a child or now? As a child. Like, did you? Did they find you affectionate as a child? No, because my oldest sister was like is ten years or nine years older than me, so we had a very much more like she was taking care of me relationship. Yeah. So I don't even know if like, yeah, it would more be like siblings even, because you know, just know in African culture, it's like if you're that much older, you're really just raising. Your you're raising. Yeah. Your- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my younger sister and I, we were like we we're a year and four months apart, so really it was just like raising twins. So it's like <laughs> we, yeah, it was like weird dynamics we used to got raised the same so i don't know i feel like we were kind of my younger sister definitely was shy mm-hmm. so i think we were different in that way like i probably was like more exploring and all over the place and mm. she kind of would get shy with like other people around didn't you like almost beat someone up for her did i or she beat me up <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's the <laughs> we will fact check it when she's back <laughs> I, for sure, yes. Should I ask Gail? Yeah. <laughs> Gail, Gail, Gail coming to the room. No. Absolutely, yes. Exactly the same. Social mm-hmm. butterfly. Mm-hmm. I was also, like, Gail was, like, more the shyer yeah. one. Mm-hmm. But she's also six year, five years older than me. Mm-hmm. And whereas my brother mm-hmm. is only two years younger than me. So we had a closer relationship growing up. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I was, like, kind of, I was that protective yeah. big sister because he's my baby. He's my baby brother. He's like my little doll. Oh my right? But <laughs> <laughs> he's a grown man Let now. Him <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think that they would probably say the same. Okay. I don't know if my sisters would say that. Okay, so it was only Nick and Char because Joanna wasn't born yet. Yeah. Um, I feel like six years apart from Shar, so I, she would always be like, stop mothering me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stop it. Like, stop trying to do the thing. I'm different from you. Like, da 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 Like, yeah. I don't have to do chores. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't have to do all things. Don't tell me what to do. So, like, I feel like she saw me as, like, the serious person, mm-hmm. whereas Nick maybe got glimpses of, like, the silliness because we're 18 months apart. Okay. So I, I, could, I felt like I could be 
fully myself yeah. around her mm-hmm. and not like filter anything. Yeah. Um, she was like classic middle child though. Like not. Yeah. I feel like you're not classic middle child. Oh, I am. Are you actually? Hundred percent. Really? Yes. My parents will tell you. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I really? have all the signs. Okay. Wait. Really cute. I don't yes. get that at all. What were you like when you were a kid with middle child? I was so reckless. Like you just <laughs> like I was all over the place. Like I just you don't tell me what to do. It's my lane. And because it's like the eldest, right, has their position in mm-hmm. African families, mm-hmm. and then the youngest, of course, gets babies. So then, what does a middle child do? Do That's whatever true. they want. I'm also a middle child, <laughs> yeah. so I guess yeah. Check mark, check mark, check mark. Wow. Like they don't like yeah, they would question what you do, but to a certain point, they're just like, well, they always figure it out. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't worry. They'll as, bounce back. Yeah, yeah they don't bounce feet. back. Yeah. they don't worry as much for you because you've already like pushed so many boundaries, boundaries. that they're like. Mm whatever it's just another thing you know it's fine it's yeah fine. and i definitely had the attitude and everything like i just yeah i have every sign of <laughs> like, yeah my whole family will tell you that for okay, sure okay mm-hmm. okay nick was very like emotional yeah were you very emotional? oh yeah as a teenager yeah. i was the worst i would like cry in my room oh, listen to sad songs oh. sometimes even like write letters of Ooh. sadness oh. yes oh. i was so emotional <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm looking at myself in the mirror. They probably like listen to like punk rock because they're like special. Oh yeah, like a little skater girl. Like yeah. What was your favorite punk rock song? No, I don't even remember. I remember bands. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember like loving like Jimmy Eat World Mm. and like. What is that? I know who it is. I know who it is. I know. Okay. One Tree Hill days. Like I was that. I probably was Peyton. I love that. I love that. I love that for you. Very dramatic. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I'm trying to reconcile it in my mind, like, in the ties of being very emotional. Mm-hmm. I have follow-up questions for your sisters, so I will ask <laughs> them at She some has point. a list now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your favorite age? Like, what was, like, a, a solid good year when you were a kid? You're like, wow, this is, like, golden year. I'll go mm. first. Yeah. It was when I was 10 going on 11 and I changed schools and before when I was at my elementary school I felt like I was so serious and then I felt like moving gave me a chance to change it up a little bit and I think that with that it was like okay I could be myself a little bit more by like a fraction by like a little bit I wasn't I was serious like 2.0 maybe Mm. silly like a little bit more (laughs) yeah that's cute I think, yeah, like for me, probably just before we moved to Canada from Holland. Mm Because I just remember it just being fun. Like everything Mm -hmm. was fun. I don't, like, I remember, I don't, looking back now, you could be like, yeah, we really had nothing. But like, I just remember having a good time and like being with like family and like, you know, we lived close to the beach at one point. And like, I just remember that being like just always fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like always exploring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How old were you when you guys moved to? I was I was turning ten, mm-hmm. and then yeah, Java was a year younger, so she was probably eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark was like twelve. For me, it was yeah my early childhood years before I went to school. We lived on a mm. farm. During that time period that we lived on a farm, yeah, that was like carefree. Golden yeah, golden age. Mm-hmm. Run, run through the cornfield. Mm-hmm. Had the yeah, there was a dairy farm like down the road that we would go and look at the cows and the new calves so and wonderful. I had a bunny you What's know your, what was your bunny's name I don't know <laughs> I don't I don't remember did you but have only bunny. one bunny or do you have several bunnies? I had one bunny in that house okay 
and then I had more bunnies in my other house. Oh, that's so cute. But yeah, those that was Jack and George. I remember Jack and George. Uh. Jack was a sweetheart. He died. We had a funeral. The whole yeah. family like we. It was it was a really traumatic experience for me. Oh, like he died in my arms. Oh, it was like really, really sad. How old were you? I was in grade. I think going to grade three. <gasps> That's a really he hard died time. In my, that was the one time my mom let me have him in the house. Oh, wow. Wait, but how did he die in your arms? Was he hit by it? We don't he know. We think that he died because he, like, his older brother, G- George, was a bully and, like, he got fatter. And I didn't notice those things. My parents are not taking care. We were taking care you of this. He animal. got yeah. bullied to death? Yes. Two males in the same hut. Oh. Right? See, I didn't know that before. Now I know. Now you know. Fighting for dominance. But it was like so traumatic. But my parents were really gracious because immigrant parents, an animal is an animal. Yeah, it's a whole (laughs) We had a bunny too growing up. An animal is an animal. That's it. Except for my dad is opposite. He like loves anything animals. Like we had a bunny in the house. We had birds. Like growing up we had a dog and Zambia. Yeah, he like loves animals. Yeah, Yeah, but it was really cute that like we all dressed in black and (laughs) Like, oh, like a real funeral. It was a real funeral. Oh, My dad prayed. Name? He's a pastor, oh. right? And we, we, Gail sang. Gail sang. For, it. it was like a whole you, It was a healing. It was, and yeah. Were there pictures? This is so I, cute. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I actually wonder. See if I can dig those up. That's so cute. You should post yeah. that at your wedding. The reception yeah. slideshow. <laughs> so cute. Okay. Um, what, what Going from like a really sad memory. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> What was your favorite memory from childhood? I think it was more feelings than a specific mm, memory. Okay. But like the same time frame of us living in the farm mm-hmm. and life being kind of carefree. We were able to see like the mountain. We all lived on one. It was like just like a one floor house. So it was it was many of those times. Yeah. Also, oh, another memory is like my dad when he used to pastor we would have like African gatherings mm-hmm. and that was like my one uh, chance to meet the other black kids mm-hmm. that are in our community. And it would happen like every once a month, like every uh, once a month, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once a month and we would just sing and eat mm-hmm. and play together. It, it was just great. Those feelings of like community yeah. and love and laughter and just like freedom. Yeah. To just be. Yeah. So, what was the question? <laughs> What's your favorite memory? <laughs> if I, you have to think about it, I can go. No, I think they're similar. Like, I just remember times. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the feelings of just, like, either being with family yeah. or friends and just, like, enjoying life. Like, mm-hmm. just being, yeah, it was a carefree feeling, I think. And I think that we were third-cultured kids because we got to live in, like, three different continents. Like, that kind of feeling of just, like, exploring all the time and, like, everything's different and Mm -hmm. new. And I don't think that we really struggled adjusting. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were sad moving to Canada, but it wasn't, like, we just never recovered. You know what I mean? Like, we just fit right back in. So I think that that was, like, always fun. Like, kind of just, like, the memories of just, like, let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But but that's just me. I know. I'm not going to for my sisters yeah. <laughs> I know that they don't have that same experience oh yeah. interesting yeah. my favorite memory um, when I was in grade 4 I was chosen by our vice principal to go to like a vice principal's conference oh my Ooh. gosh you told me this was so funny <laughs> and I was so excited <laughs> 
And I remember like telling my sister Nick, and she's like, "Of course you'd be so excited." Like, I'm so <laughs> picture you in like a little business suit. I was in. I was in. Were you in a business? Were you in a place? It was like a violet, like you know, like nineties, yeah. like skirt set thing. Like I'm. Oh. Look at this. Like this yeah, set girl. <laughs> set you were girl. set girl from the beginning. And I was so proud because I remember Mrs. Nishi came down the hall and she was like, "Hey, Michelle." you're going with me to this like price principle I was like so happy and everyone's like ugh nerd I'm like I don't care <laughs> this is so great this is the best day in my oh, life you know what it reminds me of like Abbott Elementary like it pretty oh, much reminds yeah. me of her like <laughs> how she's like yeah. so nerdy as a teacher like that was probably yeah that, that, that was me that that is me and I'm okay with that I've accepted who I am I love it I love it he's cute um what is something that you struggled with the most as a kid? Math. <laughs> yeah, but that's no. I don't think I you ever know, was good at math. I was like, math, math was hard. All the way till grade 12. Oh my goodness, yeah. I'm surprised I even did grade 12 math. No, listen. Like, actually, that was difficult. Actually, yeah, it was very hey. hard. Okay, but like, I'm serious. But, I'm serious. <laughs> like, emotional. Like, let's dig a little deeper. Let's. That was really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> that was very hard. Coming home with Steve is not it's okay. okay. You know, it's an okay. African family. Like, like, it was very yeah. traumatic. <laughs> You're like, and your sisters are getting A's and everything. I'm like, here's my C. <laughs> Minus. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, I think I really struggled with like how I looked. Mm. I didn't struggle with my self-confidence. So mm. I don't know if that makes sense. I think that like, I was very, I wasn't conscious about what I looked like, mm-hmm. but I knew, I think being the only black girl in so many situations, yes. I was very conscious that I didn't look like the other white girls. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I was more conscious of that, but I was never, I don't know who I am person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was like, I very much know who I am. Don't mess with me. Yeah. Like I was still that person. So I think that was a struggle, but then also not. Yeah. Because I don't look back being like, I wish I was a white girl. Like, yeah. I didn't have no. that struggle. Yeah. But I just was very aware mm. at certain points that, like, I just wasn't like them. I think mine is kind of similar to you because I remember, like, feeling, you know, how you, sometimes you're in those situations where you're around right people and they say something a little off color and mm-hmm. you don't. But I remember feeling like, I don't know why I don't yeah. understand, why I don't like this, yeah. but that I'm like, I'm not going to get mad or. Yeah. Unless it was something like outright, then yeah. I then you're like then I go. told my thing, but yeah. I just didn't understand where like oh I got a hint of racism yeah. <laughs> here and there. Just later on in life, I was able to understand process. and mm. process those uh, situations, but yeah. So I think it, it, it's kind of similar. I never had a problem with who I was because. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I am exactly. the only black girl. <laughs> Hello. Take this. I know me. Like, but I was still like, ugh. Mm, yeah. Why did I feel like that back then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think our parents very much pushed that too of like, don't let anyone yeah. talk down exactly. to you. Like, exactly. This is who you are. Like, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I think for that, we just never really struggled with like that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I struggled with my hair. Mm-hmm. Like that was... I struggled with my hair and being really dark skinned. Yeah. So when I was in grade five, actually the same year that I started at my new school, at the end of the year, they did a lice check. And my hair is like 4C. Yeah. And it carries like lint like crazy. 
And so they did a life check. Like, you have life everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think I do. Like, it's not. But, like, it was all this, like, white people, right? And so I remember being so traumatized because I got home and my dad shaved all my hair off. (gasps) And it was the worst. And then from then on, I just really struggled with, like, how I looked. Like, did I look feminine Mm -hmm. enough? Because I was, like, 10. You're 10 years old. And you're, like... Now you don't have, don't have hair. And I was, like, the tallest in my class. So I'm, like, now I'm taller than all these, these guys that I have crushes on. Mm-hmm. And I have no hair. I don't look like a, a girl. Yeah. So, like, that, those years when I was, like, growing my hair back, it was really difficult. Yeah. And then I was working. I never, like, wished I was, like, a different race. Mm-hmm. But I was just, like, but I did wish I was lighter. Like, I definitely mm-hmm. got that, like, that way a couple times because I'm, like, I'm the darkest of my sisters. Like, mm-hmm. I, and, like, it wasn't, it wasn't modeled to me. Mm-hmm in my community at that point, like, dark-skinned people. Because even when I was going to black church, I was still, like, the darkest. So, like, it was a really difficult thing looking back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did, like, feel uncomfortable in my skin. Mm. And not that I wanted to, like, be someone else, but I just wanted to be less Yeah, less of something. Less of something, you know. I was still proud, but, like, didn't feel as... Yeah. Exactly. Or you just know, like less noticeable, like that people or didn't like catch you yes, or like yeah, exactly. like I, I didn't. But again, I didn't want to blend in yeah. like yeah. so much. It was yeah. just like weird catch twenty two. Mm-hmm. But I remember that year. It was like I want you blend into the wall. Yeah. I don't want to be around anybody. Um, That's so hard. Yeah. Cutting your all your hair off. Yo, ten year old girl. My mom was at work and she came home and she was like, "What." did you do oh. to my daughter? Because she was like, you could have just like gone Washed and done the, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like it was because I was like being like obsolete and like mm. whatever. My dad was trying to like teach me a lesson. I think the lesson was way too harsh and yeah, rough. it was not great. Mm. Yeah. It was really, really rough, but we, we press on, <laughs> we, we, we persevere and we grow. Um, we talked about what made you sad as a kid. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest achievement? Mine, of course, is when I was Mrs. Nishi's <laughs> vice president pick. Vice principal pick. Sorry. That, whoa. Vice president. I'm trying Girl, to go all the way to the top. all the way to the top. I'm going all the way to the top. To the White House. To the White House, even though I'm not American. I'm proud. I think... Are we still talking like pre-tween? We're talking about kids. Like middle. We haven't dad. left. We haven't left. The, <laughs> we are not teenagers. Yeah. Yet. Middle school. Like middle school into that. Yeah. Okay. Middle school can be into that because technically twelve. Yeah, can bleed still, into it. Yeah. I'm gonna give you that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I don't know if I was proud of anything. Oh. I just I wasn't very like academic, and then I wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was like very. Sporty. Mm. So maybe I was proud of that. Like, I think I was like, I'm, I'm sure there was something I won an award mm-hmm. for. So I think I was proud of that, probably. What sports did you play? I did everything. I I played soccer. Um, I did so Yeah, I did soccer. And then I did dance. And then I did uh, track and field. And yeah, whatever was out there. I even tried to do rugby. My dad How did said that no. work out? I had to do kickboxing. My dad said no. Because oh, <laughs> I was like, dude, you're a girl. But like, and you really do get destroyed in rugby, so mm-hmm. I probably should not have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the small person. Yeah. Because you're the hook. Yeah. Um, I was also a hook. Ooh. Oh, um, but yeah, actually, that would be a good achievement because... My parents were like, no, you can't do it. You're too delicate type uh, of thing. And then I went and I was like, I'm, I'm good at it. That's I'm good. Yeah. 
Okay. Instead, I got put in piano. I'm like, I could have been dancing for Beyonce. Paid <laughs> 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 for my dance lessons. <laughs> Oh, I forgot that I played piano. Actually, I'm very proud of that. I'm very... I think we all went through piano. They all think piano's going to take us somewhere. Where's piano you, taking us? Did you Do you remember your rehearsal, your recital song? I remember. I don't remember how to play it, but I remember, like, the feeling that I got from playing it. Yeah. It was very dramatic and, like, a minor. Like, it was very that. And I was definitely on my way to being, like, in the conservatory, whatever they yeah. call it. And then at 13, I was like, nope. I do not want to do this anymore. Mom was like, no, like, you must continue. And I said, no, I must not. And I stopped it and I broke her heart. It's funny how they feel like piano is so studious. I'm just like, honestly. I, I, I hate it. I hate it I so never learned. Much. I never learned. I, I went to my it. recital playing one hand. Yeah, like, I was just like, <laughs> with the soundtrack, seriously. Yeah, like, so we funny. would sit in our basement and mom was like, are you practicing? We're like, yes. yes. And then, like, yeah. next thing we're like on the computer and but we had dial up. So she's like, I hear you. And like, we're just like, oh my gosh, I hate this. I hate it. It's so much but oh I did swimming actually I'm very proud of swimming Mm -hmm. I was a very good swimmer and I almost became a lifeguard and then I don't know what happened I think I just kind of lost interest Mm -hmm. but I was a very good swimmer yeah we are so similar because I almost became a lifeguard too but I was too young oh Oh, really yeah they they stopped you they they stopped cut you cut your legs down yeah before I can even go yeah because in Holland like swimming is like the biggest thing and so it's like yeah so I just like took those skills and then came over here and like I had like all these certifications before I moved to Canada Mm -hmm. look at you yeah so I would say that's probably the proudest thing look at you lifeguard I know me saving people Now you'd be selected. Be like, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Will I save you? <laughs> you're like, will the lifeguard please, please come yeah, exactly. save the... <laughs> and you're like, oh, I guess so. Um, which parent did you feel most attached to? As a child? As a child. You know what? Listen, it's always been my dad. I don't want to make like. Your mom's going to listen. You were trying to turn around and say, wait, no. Yeah, it was just, like, always a daddy's girl. Like, really close to my dad. Yeah, like, because my dad's also a pastor. And then um, he would say, like, sometimes he'd be, like, preaching on the stage. And then Mm -hmm. I'd, like, run on stage be like, daddy! And, like, the, like, usher had to, like, drag me out. Like, (laughs) like, so I wanted to, like, just stand on stage and, like, hold his hand. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I would say I'm probably closest to my dad. Were your sisters closer to your mom? I think we were all closest to my dad Mm -hmm. to a certain age. Like, now, like, we're like all in our 30s or yeah 40 and then it's like I think we're like friends with my mom whereas mm. like before it was kind of like she was like more of the disciplinarian yeah. I would say so not that my dad wasn't it's kind of like that typical like dad where yeah. it's like he says like one thing you're like mm, I will never do that again I might die yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the back, one time he yeah. goes quiet yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like says your name once yeah. you're like, you're like no <laughs> don't test don't that test <laughs> So, like, I remember as a teenager slamming the door, and then I was like, oh, my gosh. Because like, I heard him, like, stomp down. He's like, what did you do? Like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Did you get threatened? I'm going to remove that yeah, door. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Totally. Who are you, my love? The question was, who Parents. were you closest, closest to yeah. as a mom. child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my mom. Me and my mama. Your twinsies. Yeah, my twin. I was, Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. You guys probably hear me talk about my mom yeah. every episode so far, so you can probably guess. Yeah. Are you close to your dad now, though? No, still my mom. Still mom. <laughs> okay. Still my mama. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, I wasn't necessarily close with any of them, um, just because my mom was working a lot, and my dad, I think we were just too similar. Mm -hmm. Like, we were way too similar to, like, get along, because all the things that I was annoyed by him about, obviously, I saw in me. Right. You know, you're like, oh, gosh, why why does this person have to do that? And then when you're an adult, you're like, oh, snap, that was me, too. (laughs) But, I mean, I guess growing up, not really... I, I, I was close to my dad. Like, it makes me, like, hmm. uncomfortable to say because we don't have a relationship right now. Yeah. But I was closer to him just because I, I that was the only parent that was accessible, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I didn't really get to know my mom in that way until, like, as an adult. And now, mm-hmm. you know, she's really, like, loving and doting. And she's always like, did I do good as a mom? And Aww. she's, like, reflecting, being emotional. And yeah. she's a very analytical person. And, like, if I, if I met her as an adult... I'd be like, you don't have kids. Like, it's no way you have kids. Like, yeah. you're too, like, you know. But, yeah, she wasn't very maternal. But, like, she showed up. She showed mm-hmm. up for us um, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, even when they were going through their separation. So, yeah. Yeah. I was I was daddy's, I was dad's girl. Um, did you have any, like, imaginary friends growing up? No. I feel like not. No imaginary friends. But, you know, I think I... I played a lot, you know, as kids, when you play with, like, dolls or something, yeah, yeah. you create this fantasy in your head and stuff like that. Yeah. I did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't do but that. But I never had, like, a friend that would be like, hey, Joe, you know, <laughs> Joe and me are going around. I had my stuffies. I had my stuffies, but never that. But I do remember, mm. like, a few years later, still in the age where I could still do that imaginary thing, yeah. being like oh, this doesn't really make sense. Uh, yeah. I okay, remember... grew up. Yeah, that age where I was like, okay, this is a switch. Like, mm. I could still do that if I was, like, playing with some kids. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm okay by myself. I'd rather wear that. stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't like that at all. Like, I just don't know why. I had, like, no imagination, I feel. Like, I was just was not... Like, Java was very much like that. Like, I'd go in her room. She had, like, all her stuffies lined up and, like, mm-hmm. playing and, like, mm-hmm. had names. And I... Like, I had a bear and I named a bear. Like, I was, like, <laughs> not creative at all. Like, did not, like, put any effort in. Like, I just was not that child. And sometimes, like, even, like, playing in the snow and, like, Java was, like, building stuff. Like, I'd watch her from inside the house and I'd be, like, waving. Oh, and, my like, God! Yeah, like, but just, no, that wasn't you? Not at you all. really play? No, not really. Like, I did to a certain extent, but I wasn't, like creative mm. you know what I mean so it's like I feel like if I was active in like a sporty way then I would do it but I don't think that I was like I'm just gonna play to play yeah there yeah like I played with dolls as a kid yeah. like you know but then we'd like do the typical thing we'd like shave their heads off and like <laughs> cut their hair I guess I was creative that way like gave them makeovers but like <laughs> like stuff like that like I was still that yeah. but I wasn't like overly creative yeah mm. Mm. how about you Elle so I think I obviously exhibited Leo tendencies before I even knew I was a Leo. Yeah. And so I didn't have like imaginary friends, but I imagined that I was like the star of my own God. show. Your, your own show. Like I, I was it. like that narrative of like, you know, like if I was being like filmed right now, like yeah. how would I move? And like that's legitimately, <laughs> I'm, like, I even remember vividly like, taking out the trash and being like, like, what if, like, a cute guy saw me? Like, that narrative yeah. of, like, that, like, that played in my head for a long period of time. I mean, it's not, not God. Yeah. It's not, not there, but, I, I mean, it was very, very, very evident when I was, when I was a child. I was like, ooh, I'm very, 
as much as I was serious, I was very much like a spotlight person. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I remember a kid who had an imaginary friend. We made fun of him. (laughs) (laughs) So no, we didn't have imaginary friends because we we didn't want to be made fun of. Yeah, yeah. That way, you know. Um, We talked about kind of like feeling uncomfortable when people, when you like heard something and you were like, ooh, I know that that's like. Um, What was it like growing up as a black child where you grew up? Because you grew up in Europe. Yeah, Europe and Canada. yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. I think that, like, you, like, you're looking back at your pictures and everyone's, like, blonde, blue eyes. And yeah. they're like, yeah, like, they're just, like, stuck them in there. Yeah. So that was weird, like, looking back. But I think that as a child, you don't fully, until people tell you you're different, mm-hmm. you don't you notice, notice you're different. Yeah. And so I think I remember one time, I like I think one of the boys was like you're like black poop or something and I was like well you're white poop like I was just like didn't even like I was just like had to come back I was like who do you think you are like I was just like did not care at all yeah um and I remember like even like my younger sister got bullied at one point and then my mom came and like came and like one of our languages is like Bemba and she came like brought a stick to school and was like waving and like speaking in our languages like touch my child above and the boy like never ever like bullied my sister again yeah so So I feel like my parents were ready to fight at any moment which helped us be more like confident yeah Yeah. so I think that like as much as we knew we were different they very much pushed like that's why I was like I never really struggled with the Mm self-confidence of like you just if someone says something then you talk back and say something back you know like obviously be nice and kind but like stand up for yourself so yeah I think that it was hard if you look back at it, but it wasn't hard to the point where I'm like crying in my room that I go to an all white school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that was, I would say that. And I think coming to Canada, it was like the language switch because we were speaking Dutch and then mm. coming back and learning English again. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little different, I think. Like at first, I think Job and I would just speak to each other and then the teachers were like, to my parents, like, they need to start speaking English yeah. um, because they need to fit in. So yeah. then we, like, lost our Dutch. And so, like, those kind of things, I think, were, like, a little bit difficult because mm-hmm. I feel like we more struggled with, like, cultures changing mm-hmm. more than yeah. we did, like, where we, yeah, who we were. Where did you where did you grow up? I grew up here yeah. in BC. Yeah. I was born in Abbotsford. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> forever surrounded by... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, People who then, don't look like, look like me, really like nice. we actually mm-hmm. knew everybody who was in our city yeah. back then. Like we would, hey, that's auntie, yeah. hey, that's uncle, right? Yeah. But um, I think because we were so invested in our community, mm. it helped. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really become more of like, that uncomfortable feeling like I still had those uncomfortable feelings yeah. but I didn't start processing it until I was like a teenager yeah. where I'm uh where I was like actually confronted with people being like the n-word or yeah. I did get that in middle school that your yes. skin is like poop and I oh, read totally. that kid out my mom was so proud when I told her after school, I was like, that, 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 that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Insert here. And it wasn't even at a Christian school, which was even Damn. more disappointing when we lived in, because I also lived in Edmonton as yeah. well. Yeah. But yeah. No. I feel like those are the worst. 
Oh, yeah. It's hard. And that's why I was like, I'm never going to a Christian school again. Yeah. yeah. We, told, we told my parents, like, yeah. you cannot put us in one. <laughs> yeah. Do not put us in one, please. Yeah. Because the amount of... I, I learned what racism went, was yeah. in that Christian school. Mm-hmm. Which is a topic First for hand. another podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I was, like, the same, like, because I grew up here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um there were like a couple of like racialized families. I grew up in a co-op as well. So mm. like you played with a lot of kids who yeah. were racialized. Um, so, I mean, I didn't feel, I didn't feel different until I went to Christian school. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that was the new school. That's when I was like, oh, I'm different, different. Like, yeah. Really. Yep. I mean, anyways, I knew it was bomb.com. So it didn't even matter. They can all suck it. <laughs> That is another podcast, too. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, we're going to stop. We're going to stop. Last question. Last question. Okay. Would you characterize, out of all the things that you've thought about and, like, talked about and know about your childhood, would you characterize your childhood as good? Not happy, but, like, good. Yes. All that was in unison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it was what it was, and, like, there were so much times of joy in it, mm-hmm. um, and there was, like, learnings, but, yeah, I would say so, too. Yeah. Yeah. We had a good childhood. We had a good childhood. Yeah. I mean, we're not, like, traumatized, traumatized. No. Just a I little know, bit. Everybody traumatized. Everybody has trauma. Yeah, I, everybody has trauma, and everyone has childhood trauma, but it looks different, but it wasn't to the point where, like, you know, when you hear so, certain stories. Yeah. And you're yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. went through that as a kid like you'd like because like I couldn't even imagine what that would look like yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean I don't know if we'd all be here together that's true in this room healthy and somewhat healed mm-hmm. right anyways it was so good to get to know you a little bit more my gals for everyone listening thank you for joining us on Girl You Know It mm-hmm. make sure that you Follow us on Instagram at uh, Girl You Know It. Also follow Black Women Connect Vancouver. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, on Apple, and you can watch it on YouTube. On all streaming platforms. On all streaming all platforms. Streaming platforms. <laughs> I'm sorry. All the obscure ones that y'all want to listen to. It's all on there, too. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, and I hope you have a great day. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to our podcast episode. You can find us on all streaming platforms. And you can watch our video recording up on YouTube channel, Black Women Connect Vancouver. Until next time.